This podcast is brought to you by On Track Studio. I think if you start to create that best version of yourself who is confident, who's yeah. healthy, who's happy, and you have that vision in your mind, then you can start to act as if each day until you become. And I think as well, it's not about like faking it till you make it either, because I think that that if you have a beautiful vision of a person that you could be, that's actually your potential that you were born to be. Mia, thank you so much for being here today. How are you? Oh, thanks for having me, honey. I'm so excited. This is, I was just saying, my first podcast ever. We, so it's exciting to me. I'm happy to be here. Oh, I'm so excited. We um we just said, yeah, off air. I was like, is this one of your first podcasts um for your new business? And she was like, this is my first podcast ever. So Yay. I'm excited. I'm so excited. So let's thanks. jump straight in. Um, I've yeah. got five fast questions for you to answer. Yes. Don't think about them too much. Just go for it. Number one okay. is if you could have dinner with anyone, who would it be? This is the hardest question ever. <laughs> um, far out. There's so many people. I think, okay, Oprah is definitely up there for sure, but I think Tony Robbins is like my favorite person. Have you ever followed any of his stuff? Yes, I'm very yeah. familiar. And I think he just like, he gets it all. He gets the business, the mindset. And I love him, so I'm going to go with him. Yeah, I love it. Good choice. Like, so inspirational, hey? Oh, yeah. I just, like, I've gotten so much out of his, like, I, I listen to, like, his old tapes yep. that, like, are on YouTube, and, yeah, I get so much out of his stuff. So amazing. Okay, number two is what is the best compliment a stranger has ever given you? Oh, my goodness. Um <laughs> You know what? I, I, I do. There has been a compliment that really has stuck with me. Yes. When I, I'm, I'm a Pilates instructor and I had a, a client uh, that had come in and after class, she was like, you just have the most beautiful energy. Like it just feels really nice to be in your class. And that I feel like that's kind of what you want. Absolutely. <laughs> um, anything about like presence and like having a beautiful energy and making people feel really good is something that I always strive for. And so... I think that. Yeah, it's nice to be recognized for that as well. Because like if you're striving for that, you know, sometimes um, people might not notice that yet. And so like to be recognized for it, that's something, that's something epic. Yeah, totally. And it's just so genuine as well. Yeah. So cool. Number three is what would your younger self not believe about your life now? (laughs) Everything. (laughs) Like literally everything. Like I'm living in Sydney. I'm doing what I love I like literally every single thing I don't think yes this is epic. I believe. I'm excited to talk about um kind of like who you are and um where you kind of come from and your journey I'm so excited to talk about that so that's really epic Yay. number yeah, four yeah. number four is what's your favorite way to move your body I think walking for sure I'm a huge walker it's part of my morning routine that every single morning I make sure I get outside and do a walk and it's just like my me time to listen Mm -hmm. to a podcast or even like go for a walk with a girlfriend it's my favorite thing that is epic yeah I would I would have to agree with you there definitely it like changes your kind of like outlook on your day as well like if you're feeling a bit shit when you wake up like after a walk I'm okay 
Oh my gosh, it makes the biggest difference. I'm staying in Melbourne now and I went for a walk like through the botanical gardens so to this nice. morning, which is so beautiful. And just being in nature, like normally I'm in Coogee and I do a coastal walk every morning. And I think just like starting your day and becoming grounded with nature is so important. Absolutely. I actually just did like a little bonus episode um, last week for the gals in lockdown. And one of my things yeah. was like to get out in nature, like the way it changes your mood. Oh my gosh. It's like nothing. It, like it really, it sounds like all woo woo. It's like, oh, it's like, no, it is a game changer. Absolutely. Yeah. No, it is. It is. Okay. Number five is, would you rather go back in time or into the future? Definitely into the future. Far yeah, out. Absolutely. I think like, especially like, oh, I just like, I learn new things every day to like, it makes the future so exciting because there's so, there's always things to learn and things to create and things to do. So definitely future and do you know what someone else said actually when I asked this question um they were like but I don't think like if I could go back in time and change something it might also change the outlook on my future like I probably wouldn't be where I am today if you know um like a setback didn't happen or a roadblock didn't happen back there so I'm like that's a that pretty cool yes. that is like I I believe that so much in I've like, that's one belief that I have all the time is that everything is happening for a reason and everything is happening for me, not to me. And there is not one thing that I would change about anything that's happened because it does, it makes you the person that you are. And I think as well for anybody that is going through a tough time or has been through a tough time, looking at um, areas where you felt pain and then trying to figure out how you can turn that into your purpose and how you can use that to make you a better person is the most important thing like everything that I'm doing now in my life is because of a pain that I've had in my past that I've turned into something that has become my purpose yeah exactly it's it's actually incredible and I think that so many people are like that you know that um they've turned their pain into like a strength they've turned you know they've learned and they've grown from from a mistake or or something that's happened in their past it's epic to see exactly I think it, it can even it either go either go one of two ways to either hold you back forever mm. or you look at it and you ask, what can I learn from this? How can I use this experience to grow? And then you do grow, so for sure. I, I think love so that. too. I love that too. So Yay. Mia, let's let's get into it. Tell us okay. a little backstory about you. Like where where are you from? Where did you grow up? And tell me a little bit about you. Okay. Um, well, I grew up in Melbourne. Um, which I loved. I've lived in a um, in Bromorris down here in Victoria. Um, and when I when I finished school, I think was a time where like I was kind of pushed out into the real world and it's like, okay, go and find your way and figure everything out. And for me, I really struggled because I, I didn't know who I was or what I wanted. I didn't know what I really wanted. And I think that was a huge pain point for me but at the same time it was also like I knew that I could do something really amazing and I I could feel that potential that was within me but I didn't know how to tap into it um so yeah that sent me on a whole big journey I also have two younger sisters who are just my world and I think when I kind of saw them even like they were so we have a huge age gap they're nine and 12 years younger than me so I'm like I'm I like I'm a big mummy to them yeah yeah you're um, full big sister vibes totally um so yeah that that was a huge part of my journey as well as ha- having little sisters and wanting to like create a um 
or, or learn and be able to pass those learnings onto them as well. Yeah, that's so that's so important. What um when you were kind of got out of school and you were like, all right, where where am I going to go in my career? What were you doing at that point in time? Like, were you working? Were you studying? Where were you at? Yeah. So I, as soon as I moved out of school, I moved to Sydney, mm-hmm. and that was it. Was because of my partner who I'm still with. He moved at that time, mm-hmm. and I, I also just wanted to get out of out of the bubble of the being with the same people, doing the same thing. And that was the biggest like thing that I, the greatest thing that I've done, I think is to move somewhere different. And I really recommend that for all or any young girls that feel like they want to up level or get to some new stage and learn more about themselves. I think that the people that you surround yourself with have the biggest influence on the person that you become and I was surrounded by beautiful people in Melbourne that are still my beautiful close friends today but I think just stepping out of your comfort Mm -hmm. zone and doing something different really creates space for you to grow and for you to step into that best version of yourself yeah um so moving to Sydney um and then I was just working in retail I worked at Cook Eye I was doing like um, little modeling jobs here and there. At that time, I think I, I kind of thought that I wanted to model, but I think that was just because that's kind of what everyone was doing. And that was like, you're kind of successful if you're a model. And, yes. and it, it didn't come from a space of like, that's my passion and I really want that. It was more just like a- That's the thing to do. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so I was not, I just wasn't feeling fulfilled at all. And I think- yeah, I was, I was insecure as well. I was working retail when I really knew that I could like, that that wasn't where my heart was. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's where I started. <laughs> Did you have a passion for anything when you kind of got out of school? Like, or you just had absolutely no idea what direction and, and what path you were going to take at that point? Like, where did you think you were going to end mm. up? Well, you know what I used to, looking back now, I 100% had passions, but at that time Mm. I thought I had no passions like I used to write like when I started um listening to personal development things Mm. and trying to figure myself out I would write like I will find my passion I am create like because that was like the biggest hole in my heart of like I want to have a purpose and I want to have a passion and I I felt like I had no interest in anything Mm. (laughs) um but looking back now I've always loved health and fitness I've always been interested in the mind in people and how people work um, but yeah, at that time I was like, I felt like I had no purpose or passion at all. <laughs> yeah. I kind of like, I agree with you there. Cause like I, um, you know, being a coach, I didn't think that I was going to end up here either. Like I studied graphic design at university and I was yes. like, this is where I'm meant to be. I'm in the creative world. And I was like, this is mm-hmm. like, it was epic, but again, it just wasn't like fulfilling me. And like, you know, you would know this feeling that like by helping just one other person, like fills your cup up so much. So much. Like it, it, I think that is one of the most underrated things that you can do is just to give. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't need to be a a huge Huge. thing either. Mm -hmm. Just shifting the focus off yourself and thinking about how can I actually contribute to making someone's life better or uh, having a, positive impact on the world and the environment it it really makes a huge difference on the way that you feel definitely sure. and so you have a business partner harmony how yes. did you girls actually meet each other so 
I am a Pilates instructor and I was working at Peaches Pilates in Sydney and Harms came in and yeah, we just kind of clicked straight away. I like, yeah, I was just teaching Pilates and we would chat after class and like I was at that time, I was actually doing a blog, which was is basically similar to what Innermost is. It was all about helping young girls and all of that kind of stuff and Harmony, we would talk about that and she was like, oh, I love what you're doing and mm. blah, blah, blah. And, and it just kind of flowed into like, we both had the same passions. We both like, yeah, it was, it's awesome. We clicked straight away. <laughs> That's so nice. Like it definitely, yeah. you know, with having um, another like partner in a business, like it can mm. be like a bit scary, you know, but if you both have the same passion and you're both like, yes, this is like what we're trying to, trying to achieve and what we're trying to yeah. promote to young women and women in general. Um, and before we get into chatting about your like fabulous new business, um, yeah. I wanted to ask a couple of um, questions. Like you said you were active kind of growing up. Has that been like from, you know, a young age or you kind of found being active mm. as you kind of got older or into your teen years or like where I were you at? Yeah, I've I've always been active. I've always loved moving my body. Um, when I was like from school, I did like tennis, swimming, basketball, swimming. Like my dad would force me <laughs> to go to swimming lessons. It wasn't my favorite, but I was always like I loved moving my body. Like mm-hmm. in when I was in high school, I used to get the um like the Kayla It signs thing and do her little workouts and um. Girl, yeah, no, I know I'd, the ones. Oh yeah. <laughs> bikini body. Um, I think it was called bikini bod. Mm. Yeah. 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 Mm. I love doing like, I, and, and also my circle of friends were all like, we all loved movement and exercise. Yes. And so that was like part of what we did together. We'd go for walks or we'd go to the gym together or we'd do a workout in the backyard. So yeah, I've definitely grown up with it. For sure. That's actually so much fun. Like having, was that when you were going through school that you guys like yeah. had active? That is actually amazing because like that does not happen all the time. Like in school, you it's like quite rare that you find like a, a group of friends where like you kind of all have the same interests. Oh, I my girlfriends here in Melbourne are just like we're all so close, and I think so. We actually didn't go to the same school. We were mm-hmm. all. Um, like in the same year level we would hang out all the time but we didn't go to the same school but it I, I'm so lucky in that way because I know that so many girls struggle with friendship oh groups and there's God. cattiness and it's it's actually really hard to find like-minded people and yeah I'm, I've been so so lucky in that way and I found that moving to Sydney how difficult it is to find that those people yeah like your <laughs> click I feel like um because like during school I I don't speak to I speak to two people out of like my whole grade now. Um, Yeah. And yeah, that's actually so amazing that you have such a tight group of girlfriends. Like I know. And also I was actually only, I'm on the topic at the moment of talking about like friends and you know um, how like if you are in like a bit of a damaging friendship where like, you know, you might not be seeing eye to eye or you feel like it might be one-sided or like, I just feel like Mm -hmm. that is, you know, people tell me like, I'm really lucky to have amazing group of friends, but I feel like you, you kind of, you know, if you let, um, the fact that like a friend maybe might, might walk all over you or something like that, where like you're allowing this, then like, it's going to continue to happen. But like, you know, if all of you girls are like in this one group where you kind of all have boundaries and you all have respect for each other, like that is so rare, like that's amazing. 
Do you know how funny it is that you just said that? Because I am launching a friendship challenge for our innermost girls. <laughs> this is perfect. Um, in, I know. That's crazy. So it's going to be like a three-day because for my sister who, like, I think when you're a teenager as well and you don't really know who you are and you want to find that sense of belonging and to really fit in and it's so important and that is a core human need for all of us is to feel connected and feel that sense of belonging and it impacts every single area of our life. So I think, um, yeah, and, and I think as well now we've got our phones. So you kind of go and catch up with your friends, but you're kind of scrolling through your phone and we're missing that like one-on-one contact where it's like Mm. that person gets me so much. And, you know, um, so I think I've actually called it like the loneliness pandemic because I feel like so many of us feel alone and you can be surrounded by so many people, but if they're not your people and they don't get you, like you do feel alone. Mm -hmm. And, um, I'm going on a rant. What were we talking about? No, no, I love it. I love it because, (laughs) dude, no, that's so fine. Do you know what? I do this all the time. Um, I I like, I love the fact that you are promoting, you know, healthy friendships because like how often do we not, like how often do we kind of forget about that? And I feel like I'm one who like, I will 100% put my phone down um, when I'm with a friend or even like with my partner. I'm like, no, this is like our time or, you know, we've caught up for a coffee. And so like, you obviously, you know, you need that connection. You do. And like to feel heard as well as listening, like to a friend is like two of the most important things you can ever do for a friend, you know? You know what I think as well though, as you start to work on yourself and you know yourself more and you just live into who you are, you're drawn to the right people. Like as soon as I kind of figured out this is who I am, this is how I feel, you exude that energy and then you're drawn to like-minded people. So I I think that's the biggest thing and and as well, I kind of, I always turn everything around. Like if you want to be surrounded by beautiful friends, you have to be that friend for others. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you you really receive what you're giving out. So um, I think that's the most important thing is this is why like everything is connecting back to your innermost self and being your true authentic self. And I think that life just kind of starts to flow when you're in that space of just being you and yeah, people come. Absolutely. Absolutely. So speaking of like being your most authentic self, how do we Mm -hmm. start to be our most authentic self? Like where does someone start? I think it's, it's, it's definitely a journey. The first thing is, I think, is to acknowledge your role in creating your life. I think that your internal state is definitely a reflection of your external world. And I think the first thing for me is, well, for for me was to take responsibility for yourself and for your life and the way that you feel, because it's so easy to sit back and kind of play the blame game and she made me feel like that, or this isn't happening for me because of this and just really self-reflect on everything. Um, And, and then I think as well, we kind of just go through life, just kind of taking whatever happens and continuing to go through, but you need to like sit. Like I have had, so many nights where I've sat and I'm like, okay, what does the best version of me look like? 
because it's not just going to happen overnight. You need to have a clear vision of what your best self looks like and who you want to be in the world, what impact you want to have on others, how you want to feel, like being intentional um, having a, a clear vision is so important. Of Then you can work back from there. Like, would my best self think this way about herself? No. So you swap that thought. Or would she act this way? Would she allow someone to make her feel this way? No. And then you kind of, and, and then eventually that is what you become. And I feel like, because I had um, like a kind of a business mentor kind of um, gal and she was explaining kind of very similar in the business world of like, okay, find a huge, like a big goal. Say your big goal in business was to, you know, um, I don't know, own a multi-million dollar company. It's like, okay, how do you get this multi-million dollar company? You work mm. backwards, right? Work all the way back until the very second you launch your company. And totally. it's super similar. Like exactly what you were just explaining is start, you know, envision your higher self and have a look at who you're, like what you want to be in the world. And then again, just mm-hmm. go tiniest little steps. Like it, it only starts with one small little change. Um, and I yeah. think like what you said before, was really awesome like kind of having accountability to be like hey Mm. am I like who I really want to be no am Mm. I acting the way I really want to be am I hanging out with people that aren't serving me or like maybe I'm being um you know I might be feeding into into the same like the whatever the people are talking about that I'm hanging out with and you know like you can get so consumed by everyone else it's like you don't even know who you are sometimes so like yeah in order for you to kind of like have a a minute and be like okay who do I want to be exactly that's exactly and that's the question that that's the starting point that you need to ask because otherwise we're kind of just going through day-to-day letting our experiences control how we feel or letting other people kind of affect us whereas when you understand yourself and you understand other people and your ability to kind of kind of uh, not let some things in as well um I think that's 100% the starting point and then just moving forward from there and you're right it is baby steps like I used to feel really stuck because I'd have these huge 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 goals and dreams of who I wanted to be and what it, what I wanted to achieve and that would make make me feel so overwhelmed that I would just like where yeah where do I go exactly exactly so it would it's literally baby steps and I think everything especially in becoming your best self and feeling really good about yourself it all starts from the way that you're thinking and the way that you're speaking to yourself Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I um this kind of ties into what I really wanted to talk about which was like self-confidence and like having you know the self-confidence to even like branch out and be like okay the you know maybe the people I'm hanging out with are not allowing me to be my best self or I'm again I'm feeding into negativity mm-hmm. or drama or whatever like we yeah. obviously all have times of self-doubt and like mm-hmm. that obviously causes like a, a huge decrease in our self-confidence sometimes so yeah. like you're a certified life coach right yeah 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 <sighs> tell me firstly <laughs> before we even get into this what like what does that involve like what what made you really want to kind of go down that path Yeah, well, I think like during this period of after I finished school and I was confused and I felt frustrated because I was like, there's, I know that there is this potential within me. I know that I can do all these things, but I don't know how to get there. And 
from there, I've always also been interested in the mind, but I would literally Google like how to feel more confident because I knew there was like, and at that time as well, I was looking for like a role model as well. Like I was looking for older women around me who had, who felt amazing, who had good friends, who looked awesome, who were healthy. I could not find one role model. And I actually started to think far out. It actually gets worse as you get older in terms of like bitchiness and not knowing who you are and not living your dream life. Mm -hmm. So I started just literally Googling how to feel more confident, um, all of these different things. And this is when I started to come into people like Tony Robbins and Louise Hay and Brenda Burchard and all of these beautiful people that I I listened to. And I started learning these things and going, oh my freaking God, why don't they teach us this when we're in school, when we're young, like, like all of these mindset tools that I know now have been like, I fall back on them all the time. And it is a really, it's, it's a journey, but they like far out. If we got taught these life skills in school, the world would be a different place. But so that's what set me on my journey. And then I actually went to go and see a psychologist who she is amazing. Her name's Milo and she was beautiful. And I was sitting like crying, like, I don't know, like what I'm doing with my life. Like, I don't know where I want to go. And she was like, listen to what, like what you just said with like your passions and Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. And I was interested in the mind, but I didn't want to study psychology for six years. And it wasn't kind of that, that way for me. And she said, you need to do this. And she had done it as well. And so I studied with the Tad James company and um, I learned um, hypnosis, neuro-linguistic programming, um, timeline therapy and I just had I learned so much there and I yes. loved it um, but I wanted to help people and I wanted to help people learn about how they can take control of the way that they feel and they don't have to stay stuck and they don't have to feel insecure and they don't have to hold themselves back yes. because I think I really really believe that everything that we need is within us and I also think that we've been taught to kind of put up these blocks and create these limiting beliefs that hold us back Mm -hmm. and I found that I'm like wanting all of these things and it was me the whole time that was holding me back it was yeah it was my own insecurity my own limiting beliefs my own fear of failure and as I slowly started to break those down and be like oh okay I like the thing is as well with all of this like we're not born disliking ourselves or feeling insecure. Like a baby is like the, like cries when they want to laugh when they want to. It's like, these are all learnt behaviors that we, that we take on. And I think all of the work that I do is about unlearning and connect and connecting back to yourself, your innermost self that you were born to be. So um, that was kind of my journey with it. And yeah. It's so, it's like amazing because I, you know, with anyone who I like believe is successful and happy and confident and like killing it, like anyone that kind of talks, like, let's say, um, you know, someone is in an interview and I hear these successful people and like, do you know what I hear them? Like a lot of people say, they're just like, I am exactly like you. Like, I'm just as much a human like you, but people think that in order to be successful, in order to be killing it in their life, like they Mm. must, someone else must have something that they don't. And that is so not the case. You do not have um, something that I don't. We all have this amazing ability to absolutely do whatever we want in Mm. our life. But I'm just like, you know, you do, you have to believe that like you can be 
whoever you want to be. 100%. And I think the thing that differentiates the people that get what they want versus the people who stay stuck is 100% comes into their mindset and comes into themselves getting out of their own way, for sure. Yep. Because I, I, everybody has self-doubt and everybody has difficult situations or circumstances that they have to deal with in life. But it's about, it's not about what happens. It's about how you deal with it and how you face those things and how you move forward. So for sure. And so for any gals out there listening who, you know, might be dealing with some self-confidence issues, like what is a really good place to start in order to kind of build that self-confidence back up? Yeah, Um, I think, okay, I think the number one thing that affects a lot of girls is their self-talk. And I know people go on about, self-talk and woo-woo it kind of starts to just become one of those things that everybody mm-hmm. like talks eye about. roll moment they're just like yeah. oh, whatever yeah yeah but it truly makes the biggest difference and I think that most of us are unaware like I know for so long for me I like a lot of our thoughts are subconscious we don't even notice we have something like 70,000 thoughts per day and most of them are the same as yesterday and we think the same thing every day that's normally the negative. I think it's like 74% of our thoughts are negative or something ridiculous. Oh. Um, and so all of these things, even though you may not realize it, really affect you. And even though you may not think that you speak negatively to yourself, you most likely do mm-hmm. just because of how our brains have been designed to kind of protect us from fear from years and years ago. Mm-hmm. But um, mm-hmm. I think, yeah, so one of the tools that we actually have on our platform that we teach our girls is to disarm their inner critic. We all have an inner critic within us, like a little chatterbox that says, oh, you're not good enough. Oh, who are you to do that? Or you're, you don't look good today, whatever that looks like. That little inner critic, if the voice gets too loud within your head, it really starts to hold you back and it really starts to eat away at your self-confidence and the way that you perceive yourself. So starting to turn that the volume of that inner critic down is so important. So one of the first things that I love to do is to name it. (laughs) And that just helps you to separate yourself from your inner critic. Like for me, I named it Marie and I'd be like, Oh, there's Marie again. Like not today. And just like, it sounds really, really stupid, but just creating that separation from who you are to this voice in your head really allows you to kind of take your power back and go actually no so then after you've kind of named it then the process is to become aware because most of us are unaware we don't even know that we're thinking these things so um jay shetty has a really awesome tool he calls it spot stop swap so spot the inner critics but when that when that thought comes into your head like oh my thighs are really fat you spot it And then you stop it. You go, okay, not today, Marie. I'm not going to listen to you today. And then you swap it for my legs allow me to run, to walk, to play. I'm so grateful to have legs. Like, wow. And you just need to continue that process over and over of being aware, stopping it, and then swapping it for a beautiful Mm -hmm. thought. And that takes work and it takes a lot of time because so many of these thoughts are habitual and we think them every day so they're actually neural pathways in our mind that we have said that thought I like how many times for me I have looked in the mirror so many times and looked straight at my legs and gone gross yeah and so that was a habit that I actually had to break and repetition is key with these things um to start to create new patterns and also to turn the volume of that inner critic down so 
I even today, if I have a negative thought about myself or I hear that inner critic, which it still happens. This is the thing as of well. Of course. That inner critic, that little voice in your head is never going away. Yeah, you're not magically cured. Like there's no <laughs> No, no, but it's just how that. you deal with it. Mm-hmm. And just acknowledging that it's not real and it's not you is is key to to everything. So I think that's the first thing. And I think as well, the second thing that I never had really thought about, but being accountable to yourself mm-hmm. really impacts your confidence. So I make commitments to myself like, you know, I'm going to go for a walk or I'm going to drink water or whatever that looks yeah. like for you. Sticking to those things, making your bed. If you do that every morning, it really, really impacts your self-esteem because it kind of compounds on top of one another. So like I heard someone say, you know, if you're biggest celebrity crush or someone you really loved called you and said hey I need to be picked up from the airport you would drop everything Mm -hmm. you'd get there half an hour early you'd leave really early to make sure you get there on time yes and that's because we have respect for that person and we don't want to let them down but for some reason we don't do that for ourselves Mm -hmm. and I think showing that same respect that same um, commitment to yourself is so important even just like subconsciously, just about the way you think about yourself. It's, it really makes a huge difference. What a fucking vibe you honestly are, Mia. Like, actually, <laughs> I have, I'm like thinking my own thoughts at the moment. Like, as you're talking, I'm like, yes, like, of course. This is like yeah. so amazing. They, like, girls are going to be able to take this tool and actually use it in their everyday life, honestly. Mm-hmm. And like, how incredible are you to be able to share that with us? Like, thank you so Aww, much. Thanks, honey. I, I think that's the thing as well. We don't notice, but like, as soon as as I heard like your thoughts have power your this and then I started to actually pay attention to what I was thinking about and I was like holy crap I'm actually really negative <laughs> like you don't realize no. how much thoughts how many negative thoughts that you're actually having I um we used to well and we still kind of use this but like at the gym we kind of um you know tell our clients um and our members kind of like okay if you were if I was to say hey if you show up every day this week at 5 a.m to do your session I will give you one million dollars by the end of the week I bet you any money you would be there every day right showing up at 5 a.m for yourself you would be like I'm ready to smash this workout because at the end of it I'm going to get a reward and like if you can think of that reward as being like your happiness and confidence and like you know your um your mood changing and all of those amazing things that we get let's just say from moving our body like that's how we should be treating our movement and our and our thoughts and like our happiness you know totally 100 percent so amazing so thank you those girls are going to be absolutely frothing to be able to take that away Um, amazing so let's go back to you're a pilates teacher as well like you're a gal with many hats on and I love that (laughs) because I'm the same and I'm surrounded by a lot of people that do the same like bits and bobs and like you know it all kind Mm -hmm. of intertwines you know what totally besides from pilates and walking do you have any other kind of ways you like to move your body Mm. I kind of love everything, to be honest. I, I was hilarious. I'd just come out of ho- hotel quarantine and I was doing um, boxing workouts, like standing boxing, yes, dancing workouts. Like I love, I think it's really important to mix it up as well. I go through phases where I kind of will do my walk and I do Pilates and then I'm like, okay, I need to mix it up. Yeah. And I was actually in that phase for a while and I um, 
I love doing high intensity things that make me sweat and mm-hmm. I really feel the endorphins after and I feel good. Yep. Um, so yeah, I love to mix it up. I love that. Yeah. I think it is important. I'm the same, like definitely trying, trying new things as well. Cause like sometimes you can get a bit stagnant and you can just be like, Oh, like I have to go to the same class at the same time. And my life is like, yeah. you know, a bit boring maybe let's say, cause it's just totally. so routine. It's like, change it up. Exactly. Go to a little dance class, go to a step up class, like yeah. make it fun. Yeah. 100%. Me and my girlfriend were doing, um, like, Oh, it was like salsa dancing classes yes. and we had the best time. I think as well, like we can get so caught up in exercise to look good. Yes. And I think that so many, especially young girls are looking at exercise almost as a form of punishment. Like I ate this, so I need to push myself at the exactly. gym. I need to sprint. I need to burn calories. And I do not look at exercise that way anymore. And I think I actually really believe that your body looks better and you thrive when you're nurturing it and looking at exercise as a form of or a practice of really nourishing yourself and doing something beautiful to allow you to feel good. Yes, um, oh, so, yeah. absolutely agreed. What um like for girls who are probably wanting to to move their body and change something out, and you know they ha- they might not have found something that they actually love yet. What would you kind of encourage mm-hmm. them to do? I think. What I just mentioned, the first thing, shift your focus away from weight loss and towards wellness and think about moving, just moving your body, not exercise, not like forceful punishment, running, doing all that stuff. Exercise can be so fun and just try things. Like as soon as you start to shift your focus from weight loss to wellness, you can begin to look at exercise in a different way it doesn't it doesn't have to be going to the gym and doing squats if that doesn't feel good for you you can surf you can go ride a bike with girlfriends you can go to a dance class you can like there's so many different things that you can do um so I think just try everything and it's exercise looks different for every single person. Exactly. And girls, there's a reason why there's so many of us encouraging you to just move your body with purpose, like, you know, yes. and, and just move your body with like intention, like the, you know, think of movement as being like an amazing reward for our body. Like give mm. it that, those endorphins and like, you know, just allow that, that opportunity for you to like grow. Cause like what I found is that like with movement, um, you know, I have always been active, like my, probably my whole life, but like with mm. kind of like intentional movement. And again, I'm a bit like you. Um, I love trying out new ways of moving my body, but I just like, mm. I love that kind of style because like, you know, Although it might not be like, say you even do have a goal of like, you know, leaning up a little bit or, um, you know, maybe putting on some muscle. It's like, it, there's not one way that suits someone. Like it's okay Mm. to have an aesthetic goal to a degree. Um, Mm -hmm. but like, I think just exactly like you said, if you move your body and have some fun while you're doing it, well, I think you see better rewards in that way than you do by just going, okay, strict four days at the gym, nonstop, not yeah. allowed to do anything else. And um, like I'm on a strict diet, et cetera. Like you, I don't yeah. see the, I don't see the benefits, although, sorry, I, I don't, I love seeing the rewards of just moving my body and being happy with the way that I smashed out my session rather than it being totally. like a, a, a really rigid specific yeah. plan. I agree. Mm. I think so on our platform, we also have a, a video and a tool about the biggest perspective shift came for me when 
like we're so focused on the way that our bodies look, but mm. if you just sit back for a moment and just really think about the things that your body allows you to do, like it allows you to see, to hear, to touch, to hug people, to move, to walk. And your body is your vessel to experience life. And as soon as I started to look at my body that way, it's like, of course I want to move my body or, you know, like because I want to be able to experience life to the best of my ability. And I've been through phases where I've like not eaten enough or I've over-exercised mm-hmm. and then I'm exhausted. Same. And, and I think that's not what the point of life, like life no. is so short and it, I, it kills me that so many of us are wasting time focusing on how we look like, I love that quote where they they say like nobody is going to get up at your funeral and say she had a thigh gap and a perky butt. I love it. It's it's like it's it really just becomes so irrelevant and it's annoying because we've all been trained and taught to value our Mm. looks over anything else. Like it and I that's something that you know. scrolling through my Instagram feed it's like the media tells you that you have to look a certain way to be approved and to be this and I actually have a ebook that I'm writing now on this and yes. it's all about unlearning the body obsession because it is learned if you look at why why do you care about how your body looks it's because of everything that the world is telling us but I, I actually listened to Marissa Pia she's awesome okay she's on Instagram and she said that She'd been to a third world country. Um, I can't remember what the country was, but they didn't have any media or anything like that. And they had no, no perception of how they looked. They had no, they didn't even think about it. And apparently this guy had said, yeah. And apparently this guy had said to her, like, is it true that people in your country actually make themselves vomit and actually purposely starve themselves like there's people in countries that like would kill to have oh. the opportunities that we have so I think there's just like all different perspectives mm-hmm. and ways of looking at it but definitely movement as medicine always and um you said something else before that I really liked um oh I think as well with like there's a, there's also that fine line which Hans and I have spoken about of trying to look a certain way and I think you need the 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 line comes when you ask yourself why why are you doing that is it because you want to feel really happy and healthy and you want to be able to move your body in different ways or is it because you feel like you need to look skinny to please others and to fit into this mold and to then feel accepted Mm -hmm. because you need to with anything you do I feel like this is why it comes it's confidence and just knowing yourself is so important because when you feel this way it's like everything else is an added extra mm-hmm. you don't need to have a perfect body to then feel worthy because you know that you already are you yes. don't need to have that job because you know that you already are Every, then life becomes a game like that's, that's how I kind of look at life now because it's like I know that I'm worthy I know that I'm here to have fun so then it's like yeah why not do this exactly. to try it out to yeah. have fun yeah you know what's it's stopping me from doing that Yeah. And I think that a lot of uh, my girlfriends who have experienced um, eating disorders or excessive exercise, they've gotten to the end of that journey of losing weight. And they're like, far out. I feel more unhappy than I do. I did before I started this. Yeah. I I have lost the weight. mm. So 
you know like where mm. yeah what exactly and then you know they've they've lost a, pup, a little bit of their life you know kind of concern like worrying about that sort of stuff I always mm. talk to my girls um you know like my one-on-one clients where you know they might have a goal that yeah let's say one of the goals is hey um Emily I want a six-pack and I'm like okay let's like let's unpack this a little bit because why do you want a six-pack it's like yeah because I um you know, because I like that that person has a six pack and I want to be like that person. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, what does that person have that you don't? And then like, as we kind of get into it, like I, you know, and I've been here before where I have gotten to a point where I have been, you know, like, let's say 10% body fat. Um, and for mm-hmm. me, like that is very lean. Um, and you know, I had a yeah. six pack. Was I happy? No, yeah. because I was mm-hmm. eating super minimal calories. I had no mm-hmm. libido. I had, mm-hmm. you know, I was angry. I was moody. I didn't want to catch up with friends. I didn't want to see anyone because I was just depleted of energy. And I'm like, what kind of life is this Mm. for me? Like not a good one. I don't like who I am. I don't like who I'm becoming. And I like, what is this worth for me? Would I rather, you know, um, have less of a six pack and Mm. live a really, really good life? Of course I would choose that over anything. Yeah. You know, but it it takes some time to realize that. I think as well, everything, I think the biggest, void for everybody is a feeling of not feeling enough Mm -hmm. and I think that is what we need to fix because when you feel enough then life becomes a lot easier and you feel differently but I think as well a good like a good point to make for girls listening and is to think about okay so everything that you want like for me like if I wanted to have a business or if I wanted if you let's say you want to have a boyfriend Mm -hmm. It's more like when you strive for these things, it's because you of how you think they're going to make you feel. Exactly. If you want a new car, it's not about the car. If you want heaps of money, it's not about the money. It's because how you think that's going to make you feel. So if you get heaps of money, then maybe you think you'll you'll feel a bit more confident or you'll feel in control or, you know, things like that. So if you're searching and striving to get this thing because of how it's going to make you feel, just like cut it and just like you can shift your state and the way that you feel right now you don't need things to do that that makes sense absolutely it does you know it's like um when I buy a house I'll finally be happy when I when I get my dream body I'll finally be happy it's like I'm so sorry to tell you but if you're not happy now in your life unfortunately you are not going to be happy when you get there like because they only last so long Yes, but it's also like you might be happy for a split second, mm-hmm. but then it's the next thing and then it, it, it starts that cycle again of I'll be happy when. And when yes. we push our happiness outside of ourselves, I think that's when that's when we create unhappiness because, to be honest, I think that we're born happy. Like mm-hmm. I know that might sound like we do need to work at happiness, but like my natural state is happiness. But when Same. I start thinking that I need a house to be happy, then I can't be happy. And then we get into that little whirlwind. Exactly right. Um, So yeah, there's a little added extra. (laughs) Oh, honestly, there's so many amazing key takeaways from this chat. Mm -hmm. Well, I want to talk to you about your epic new business. Um, You know, we've kind of spoken about it. It is called Innermost. Please tell the girls, they're probably dying to know actually what Mm -hmm. Innermost actually is. So it's basically been designed as a platform to help young girls 
connect to themselves, connect to their authentic selves, their innermost self. And I think that for young girls in particular, we're, we're already kind of faced with a lot of pressures. Mm-hmm. And, and it's also a time where we feel most insecure. And when we're not given the tools to kind of move through life and, and work through these pressures, mm. then it becomes really overwhelming. Um, so basically, it's, it's, it's a platform to give girls a guide to breaking down limit, limiting beliefs, insecurities, self-doubt, all of these different things and just give them an, uh, an understanding of themselves and the, pe- the world around them so that they can move through as themselves and create the life that they want. Because it, it honestly breaks my heart how many girls I've seen that hold themselves back because mm. they don't think that they're enough. Oh. And, and they are. <laughs> and, 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 and when you learn these tools of like, if you you know, if you start to look at things differently and you change the way that you feel internally, like you become completely unstoppable. And these, when I started to learn these tools, I was like, oh my God, why don't they teach us this when we need them the most? And so that was like a passion that stemmed for me as well. Like looking at my little sisters from 11, literally 11 years old, looking in the mirror and going, I'm so fat. I I hate my body crying. It like makes me so sad. It, it's just getting it's just getting younger and younger and mm. I think yeah it's it's huge and it's girls around the world as well it's not just here so but like I also um, think like this platform is amazing for women who even like you know a generation above us for women to be eight for you know um say like our mum's age or even just under that age like for them to be able to teach their daughters and for us to then be able to teach our you know younger sisters and our um you know younger girls that we you know we then can have the tools because like I do not my mum actually was epic but like you know I have a girlfriend who her mum was very much like scale weight you must step on the scales Mm -hmm. you know you mustn't eat anything um unhealthy you know and and for her, totally. she's now grown up with these beliefs that like scale weight matters. I'm fat. I, you know, and, and it's not, it's not her mom. Her mom just didn't know any better. And exactly. so if we can help like this, pla- I just love this platform so much. Like a little backstory quickly is the, um, mm-hmm. like the reason why I reached out to these girls. Cause I just saw like such passion, um, behind innermost. And I was like, this, mm-hmm. this needs to be spoken about more. And I'm just like, so I just love other women who are like here to help other women. I'm like, that's, that's where it's at. Like women empowering women is so powerful. Mm -hmm. And when we can empower each other, it honestly, it's like fucking phenomenal. 100%. Well, thank you. Yeah. I I 100% agree. And I think as well, there's a huge like thing of comparison with young girls and of jealousy. And we, we all kind of think that, Oh, if this, girl is succeeding that means that I can't Mm -hmm. and it's totally not the case like comparison is just something that we've all created we're all have our own unique gifts talents abilities and when we live in our light and we let our light shine Mm -hmm. it doesn't mean that the other person can't let their light shine either it just creates a brighter light because there's two people and or everybody um doing that so I think yeah that's another thing that we talk about on the platform that I think a lot of girls struggle with. And it's become, I think with social media now Mm. with a click of a button, we can compare ourselves to thousands of girls. And that's a huge issue for so many of us. 
And I just want to like, I posted something actually that I, I just like reposted something on my Instagram mm. last night. I want to read it to you. It says, some, yeah. some of you don't clap for others. That's why it will never be your turn. And I was oh, like, wow. oh my God, like, you know, it's so true. Mm. It, like, and everyone's had someone in their life that hasn't, you know, maybe supported them or hasn't been happy for their success. And like, mm-hmm. you know my my um, advice to you if you have someone in your life right now that doesn't support like you and like who doesn't like push you to just like consistently keep going and keep succeeding it's like you need to like slowly kind of push them out of your life if you can or at least talk to them yeah with things like that it's like that's a reflection of them it's not a reflection on you and what you're doing and that's one of the biggest learnings is to understand that the way that people act the way that people perceive different things it's a reflection of what's going on within them Mm -hmm. and I think as well when you start your journey into becoming the best you and you're doing all of these different things you start to show what's possible and for people that are sitting there they're very comfortable like it takes a lot to get out of your comfort zone and to grow and so if there's people around you that are kind of holding you back it's not necessarily because they don't believe in you or because they don't want you to achieve but it's because like it's like oh shit if you're you start succeeding that means I probably need to do something but I don't want to it's way easier if I just pull you down and we can all just stay here yes um so it makes people feel feel some people it makes some people feel uncomfortable to see someone that they've gotten used to succeeding yeah because um, they're like you're yeah. gonna leave me behind and I'm gonna be stuck exactly over here. Mm. exactly and that's the thing and I think as well with with everything when you understand that people's perceptions of things are based on actually let me tell you okay so this is one thing that I learned that I was like oh my gosh this is huge so every second we have billions of bits of information coming at us billions And we can't, our brain can't actually process it. So what it does, as I'm sitting here and talking to you, I could be noticing the beating of my heart. I could be noticing the light over there or the cup next to me, but I'm, I'm focusing on you, Mm -hmm. right? And so the way that I'm able to do that is all of this information is coming into me, but I am, I, it comes in and then your brain deletes, distorts and generalizes. So you're actually missing out on so much of the world. Um, at every point of time so everybody's experience of the world is different but the way that it deletes distorts and generalizes is based on your own past experience on your own beliefs and values on all of those your own personal things so I could look at something and you could look at the same thing but we perceive it differently because of our internal processes that help us understand things so when you understand that that's the way that we look at the world everybody's looking at the world with a different lens so you when I understood that I was like oh my gosh I don't need to take anything personally I don't never need to be offended I never need to be angry at someone because they're doing the best with what they know that's Mm -hmm. just how they are seeing things it's based on their own experience and when you look at people in that way it just makes it takes so much pressure off off life (laughs) oh it does it does like that yeah that's I really hope that's like a bit of a like glass shattering moment for some people. Cause like mm. when I, I kind of heard something similar a couple of years ago and it was for me, I was just like, Oh my God, mm. you know, instead of um, being, you know, like uh, hypocritical and being like, Oh, they just don't get it or they don't understand. It's like, mm. take a look because yeah, they, they are doing their best with what they know and what they can do. 
Yeah. Mm. And the thing is, they don't need to get it. They don't need to understand. Like, just uh, allow people to just be without kind of pushing your view on them as well, Mm. I think is so important. Like, and just have an understanding that people are doing the best with what they know. Never, like, when you know that, it's like, okay, they're doing, that's their thing. They're doing whatever. And you just share and show love with everybody that you meet and just have that understanding doesn't mean you need to have everybody in your life if they're toxic for you mm. 100% have your boundaries and but just don't hold resentment either yeah that's what I'm trying to get at yeah definitely <laughs> what is your absolute favorite thing about innermost oh I know there's probably not one thing I'm sure far out <laughs> um you know what the girls that we have on the platform and the messages that we've received we did a 10-day transformation I saw. which was amazing it was amazing oh, it was amazing and we just I love getting messages from the girls of what they've learned or the questions I love I love being able to one-on-one message I love that mm-hmm it's so like and that's so authentic you know like that Mm -hmm. is something that like for those girls that would be getting a message from you um Mm -hmm. you know you're personally taking the time out because you genuinely care so much for this one human and it's like for those girls that would that would be you know a a bit life-changing because it's like someone else cares that's not you know my friend or my family 100% and even the girls that aren't on the platform that just follow us on Instagram will get messages like oh my boyfriend just broke up with me what do I do I will always take the time to sit down and write a response to these girls because like I feel so privileged that they've actually taken the time to to message me to ask like wow so I think just little things like that which are not little things they're actually really big things yeah I feel I feel really privileged to be able to be in a position to share what I've learned with these girls it's honestly awesome. Like I want to jump into um, some sweaty crew cues. These are some questions that um, some people have asked via my Instagram. So the first yeah. one actually is about you and Harmony. It says, do you yeah. girls ever disagree in business? And if so, how do you deal with it? Okay. I think the thing with this is when you have a partner, you need to really trust them and, mm-hmm. and, and also just be open. So we, we rarely disagree, but if we do disagree, I'm not going to be like, no, this is what I think and that's done. I always like, and I think this is important with anyone, but no matter who it is, um, to just be really open in having a conversation. So then we'll chat about it. Okay, so you think this and I think this. Why do you think this? Da-da-da-da. Okay, I see that, but what about this? Da-da-da-da-da. And then we kind of come to a conclusion based on what we both think that usually is a mixture of both of our opinions and it Mm. makes it even better Better. um so I think it just yeah with anything in life even like having conversations with girlfriends or your partner it's like listen to what the other person has to say and I'm I'm not one to be um attached to my opinion either like Mm. I I I, because I think you can learn so much from people Mm. That's yeah. like super humbling because like, to be honest, I, um, I can definitely be stubborn. And so sometimes when yeah. I, uh, when I think like I've got an opinion, right. And I'll, I'll voice it to, you know, my friend or my partner or someone. And, and, you know, it, it's not always right, but it's like, I sometimes find that I am attached to it. Like how have yeah. you always been that way? How do I, how do I stop myself? <laughs> I think, um, have you read any of Eckhart Tolle's book? Yes. Okay, he is a game changer for me. And just talking about the ego and the way that he talks about the ego, I've I've done a lot of like um, 
like spiritual work as well. Like I read Marianne Williamson's book, A Return to Love, which I really, really recommend. Okay. Um, and I think that when you're not attached to like, I, I don't, it's really hard to explain. Because like, but what when, I, sorry, what I feel like it is like this, this is mm. my problem, right? What I feel like it is, is like, if someone doesn't agree with my opinion, it's like that they think that I'm wrong, but it's not. It's the fact that no. they're just like, your opinion is your opinion, but I just don't agree with that. And like, it is, it's so hard to kind of detach yourself. Or, oh, well, they don't think differently about me. They just think differently about yeah. my opinion. Exactly. And, and then, and then you kind of attach your, your opinion to who you are. And so if they don't agree, it's like, wow, they've dissed me. Yes. Um, and I think I, yeah, I, I don't feel that way about, about, I don't know. I, I think I've, I, it, it takes, it takes work, but mm. I think as well, you start to, um, especially through meditation practices as well. When you start to connect to like that innermost part of yourself, things like your looks or your opinions or a conversation with someone, mm. it kind of, it, it, it isn't necessarily actually who you are. Yeah. If that makes sense. Absolutely. It does. No, it truly does that. Like, that's actually awesome. I'm going to really, I'm going to, I've got yeah. the power of now. Is that the one that you were talking about or is there another? Yeah. Cause I and, noticed and a new, who. a new earth is amazing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm getting a new he earth. He also did, um, he did. So what I did, he had a, um, a series on Oprah Super Soul. Okay. And so I listened to that and they go through each chapter of the book. And then I read the book and the chapter and the book and the chapter. And it was amazing. Oh my God. It. Okay. All right. Well, now I know what I'm going to be doing on my, like on my weekends at the moment. Oh my gosh. Yes. I really recommend it. Okay. I'll let you know how I go. Thanks. Number two is, um, oh, this is going to, I'm sure um, a lot of people are going to be able to relate advice on someone who is currently in lockdown and is feeling very shit. You were in lockdown yeah. or you were quarantining only. Yeah just a couple of weeks ago, right? I was in hotel quarantine and I could not leave my room. So I relate to this so much. I can't even tell you. I, uh, yeah, I really felt this. I think the the number one thing that I really recommend is to talk to somebody. Mm -hmm. Like I, 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 when I came out of quarantine, I literally thought, wow, if I didn't have my family to call or my friends to call, Mm -hmm. that would have been hard. And I think it doesn't even need to be to, to, kind of be like oh I'm really struggling but definitely reach out if that is you but Mm. just to talk to someone about whatever and just kind of feel that sense of connection and is so important um so yeah FaceTime was my best friend (laughs) um I think that's really important and um another thing for lockdown if you kind of can see people and whatever and that's not for you set little goals I think that like this gets me really excited because I think that when we feel stuck and we feel stagnant and we can't move, which I think a lot of people feel in lockdown, that makes you not feel good. I think that when you're kind of making progress, it makes you feel happier in a lot of ways. Tony Robbins says progress, progress equals happiness. And I think if you just are doing something, it doesn't have to be huge, something little. If you set these little goals, like I want to, um, run at this time or I want to meditate every day and or I want to learn more about myself whatever it is if you have little goals that you wake up and then you can kind of be excited like I've got stuff to do yes um that's a huge thing so just like but yeah set some little goals and then make progress towards those goals each day yes um another thing that I think is so important especially during lockdown because when we are stuck at home we can really get lost in our thoughts and I 
found myself doing that when I was in hotel quarantine. Meditation is so important Mm. and I can't recommend it enough Um, just to be able to sit. And it can be a guided meditation as well. Um, There's so many amazing meditations out there, but I think just taking even five minutes just Mm -hmm. to like disconnect from your thoughts and just kind of let them float by um, is really helpful. And just like what I said before of getting out in nature and grounding yourself Mm. in if wherever, if, if that's accessible to you. Yeah. All of them, like, again, I can relate as well because we just went, like, we have only been in a seven-day lockdown. We're out of oh, yeah. it now. So, um, you know, we're, I'm very grateful that it was only seven days. Um, mm. But, like, yeah, even then I was like, all right, Emily, you can, you're either going to go one of two ways. You're either going to go down your rabbit hole, a little black, like, black hole spiral, yeah. or you can every single day, I literally – did mini goals. I'm like, you have to walk every day. You have to listen to a meditation. You have Mm -hmm. to um, move your body in some way. I was like, those were like non-negotiables for me. I was like, that's exactly what I'm going to do. And like, honestly, every single day I felt great, you know, and it's not, it's not always the case that, and you know, you're going to have these little thoughts again, that float in and out. And, um, you know, it's not to say that you're not going to have some negative thoughts happen in lockdown, but like the least you can do is try your absolute hardest and, mm. and do actionable things that will potentially help us. You know, we yeah. know that moving th- our body helps our mental health. Totally. I think as well, I was just going to say one of the most important things in any situation when you're feeling a little bit down, I know again, it sounds woo-woo, but gratitude. Gratitude mm. is like, it's mm. actually based on science, like it is so important. Um, and I think when you're in lockdown, you can really get caught up in, oh, I can't do this. Yes. I can't do that. Shift your focus to things that like, thank God we have running water. Or we have a roof over our head or we are able to walk. I think coming out of um, the hotel quarantine and now into Melbourne lockdown, this doesn't even feel like lockdown because I'm like, I didn't have fresh air for two weeks. Like fresh air is a freaking blessing. This is a dream. Like, yeah just focus on the little things that you do have because mm. when you start to go into that roller coaster ride of oh I don't have this I don't have that and I can't do this then that makes you feel crap but mm. just shift your focus at any point in time no matter where you are or how you're feeling you always have the ability to shift your focus um that is like one of the best tools ever so shift your focus to gratitude and what you have <laughs> yes girl I'm getting so many good vibes here number three um <laughs> Well, this is actually awesome. Someone asked, what do I do to journal? Where do I even start? Do you mm, journal? I love this. I do. Yeah. And I, you, like, there's, don't put pressure on yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, my favorite time to journal is if I feel overwhelmed, I literally do a brain dump. Like I'll just get a sheet of paper and write out what I'm feeling. I'm feeling really anxious today. I think it might be because of this. And then when you get it off your chest mm-hmm. and off your body and you can kind of look at it, you separate yourself from your thoughts and how you're feeling. And then you can kind of reflect and look at that and be like, okay. And then you can kind of make sense of it, if that makes sense. Yeah. So I think that's my first um, piece of advice is just to not put pressure on yourself and just brain dump, just get everything out there. And the second thing as well is gratitude. I have a, I write, I, I love gratitude. It really helps me a lot at any point of any time of the day. Um, just start if you don't know where to start and you don't even have any thoughts to brain dump. Three things you're grateful for in the morning. It will change everything. Like it sounds so little, but it really shifts your mindset and shifts your focus for the rest of your day. Mm. So um, I actually have a journal coming out soon. Oh my gosh. (laughs) This is amazing. 
Yeah, I'm really excited. So that will be a good start for you when you um when it comes out. Yes. And I think as well, journaling in the morning um is really important just because it shifts your mindset before you start the day. I think the morning time is like really special to me because I really do think it sets you up for the day ahead. Agreed. And as well, when we wake up in the morning, our brain starts jumping into our to-do list or what we don't have or what we did yesterday. And I think it's really important to center yourself and be like, what am I grateful for? How do I want to feel today? Set your intentions. So, um, yeah. Something exciting coming to you. <laughs> okay, well, please stay tuned, everyone. Um, the lucky last question I've got for you is what are some tips to start becoming the best version of myself? Love it. Mm. Um, this is an awesome question. Um, kind of similar to what I said before, yeah. reflect on where you are now and what your internal state looks like and take responsibility for where you are in your life. Um yeah, I think when we sit back and we kind of play the blame blame game, oh, this happened, so I can't do this. Yeah, that's when we stay stay. <laughs> I'm struggling with my words. Stay, <laughs> stay stuck. So, um, yeah, I think just really reflecting on your part in your mm. life and how you can make changes, starting with your thoughts, starting with how you speak to others, starting with how you talk to yourself. All of those things make a huge difference and. I think that when things change inside of you, things change outside of you. Love that quote. I'm a huge believer in that. Mm-hmm. So um, that's the first step to anything, to making any change is awareness of where you are now and why that is the case and where you can make changes. And then um, the second thing as well is set like be clear on where you want to go and who you want to be because if, if, if you don't have a vision, a clear vision as well, then they use the analogy of like just jumping in the car and kind of guessing where to go. But if you have a clear vision, you can put it in the GPS and you can kind of go follow a straight path that gets you there um, in a beautiful way. So um, if you start to really think about who you want to be, who do you want to impact, what difference do you want to create in the world and kind of look at it that way and then you can work backwards and start to become that each day. And I think as well, a lot of us have these identities of who we think we are and we all live into our identity of who we think we are. But um, if you like, you don't, that keeps us stuck. Mm-hmm. Like I could have said for my whole life, Oh, I'm really shy. I don't like talking to, in camera or whatever. Yeah. Um, and I, that could have stayed as my identity, but you can always change that. Mm-hmm. So I think if you start to create that best version of yourself who is confident who's healthy who's happy and you have that vision in your mind then you can start to act as if each day until you become and I think as well it's not about like faking it till you make it either because I think that that if you have a beautiful vision of a person that you could be that's actually your potential that you were born to be Mm -hmm. and I think that everything else that is holding you back from that that's actually not real Mm -hmm. your fear your doubt your insecurity when you break that down that's actually not real so acting as if is who you really are Mm. (laughs) you're just speaking so much truth today I absolutely (laughs) have loved it so much thank you so much um where can the gals find you personally Mia and then also Mm -hmm. innermost tell us yep um, just at Instagram. My Instagram is Mia Labo, L-A-B-O, and Innermost is I-N-N-R-M-S-T. Yes, and we will <laughs> and have... And there's links to our websites and all of it. Exactly, that. yeah. Um, and 
We will yep. have all of your um, stuff linked in the show notes as well, girls. So just click mm-hmm. down down below and um, <laughs> you'll be able to follow um, all of Innermost stuff as well as Mia and Harmony's Beautiful. stuff as well. Mia, what an absolute vibe yeah. you have been. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I've loved it. Stay safe really? in Melbourne, please. I know. I will try. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Far out. Thanks. <laughs>